Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the Book of Romans with part one of this message entitled, Salvation for Everyone. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 10, verse 11. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. We thank you, O Lord, for the gospel. A gospel that does not discriminate. A gospel that speaks of Jesus, who associates with sinners and publicans, and prostitutes and harlots, and Samaritans and Gentiles. That Jesus saves everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. He does not discriminate. The wicked of the world, white or black, yellow or brown, discriminates unjustly. But Jesus does not. And those who love Jesus does not. Lord, open your word to us. That we may hear and believe and rejoice in God, our Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. Jesus saves everyone without discrimination. That is the heart of Romans 10, 11, 12, and 13. Thank God for this truth. He saves not only the Jews, but also the Gentiles. He saves the most wicked sinner in the world. When he calls upon the name of the Lord, he will be saved. Wicked sinners discriminate. That's point number one. Point number two. Jesus saves everyone without discrimination. Number three, Jesus enriches everyone without discrimination. Friends, salvation is for everyone. That ought to give you hope who are outside of Jesus Christ. Call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Saved today. The gospel of God regarding his son which St. Paul articulates in Romans, does not discriminate. According to the Bible, all are sinners under the wrath of God, and the gospel is being preached to all peoples of the world. And Romans 10, 11 through 13 teaches us that everyone who believes the gospel will be saved instantly, immediately. This is biblical universalism. Everyone who believes that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, everyone who confesses Jesus is Lord, everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. This is a divine guarantee, a divine 
promise. And God keeps every promise because he is righteous. I say gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ does not discriminate. It is all it is opposed to all caste system of the West and of the East. True believers in Jesus Christ does not discriminate. That's why they preach the gospel to all peoples of the world. That those who believe may be saved from God's wrath. Tell me friends. Who established orphanages, hospitals, universities, colleges, primary and secondary schools, literacy program throughout the world? Who gathered abandoned children and widows and sheltered and protected them? Study the work of Pandita Ramabai, a devout Christian in India. Especially Christians with their money supported these charitable works throughout the world. This is an undisputable fact of history. Of all peoples, the Christians sacrificed themselves most for the benefit of the poor. And the disadvantaged. This is the way of Jesus. Christians do not abort. And thus discriminate against the unborn babies. And I say. No baby of a true Christian has been aborted. Christians, they are pro-life and spend their money to save life. Romans 10, verse 11, 12, and 13 teach us one thing. What is it? There is no discrimination in authentic, true Christianity. Discrimination based on sex, race. I didn't say sexual orientation. I said sex meaning male or female. Based on sex, race, culture, age, education, wealth, rank and so on. The gospel is preached to all. And everyone who believes in the only savior of the world, Jesus Christ, is saved. Friends, in Christianity there is no respect of persons. Because our God has no respect to persons. It is said. Jewish men used to pray. Every day. I thank God that I am not a woman. A slave. Or a Gentile. What does the scripture say. About this discrimination. Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. 
Romans 3, 9, what shall we conclude? Then are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge that the Jews and the Gentiles alike are under sin. Colossians 3, 11, here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, But Christ is all and in all. Galatians 3, 26 through 28. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. God so loved the world that he delivered over his son to the atoning death of the cross that whosoever believes in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. Whosoever sir. Because we sinned against God. God is our enemy. Because we became his enemy by sinning. We must die. Jew and Gentile must die. Old and young. Rich and poor man and woman. There is none good. None understands. None seeks God. None doeth good. Yet thank God there is the gospel. There is the word of salvation. Christ the word came down from heaven. Christ the word came up out from the grave. Bringing the gospel near you. And the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Thank God for it. So Paul says, what I have received, I passed on to you as of first importance. The gospel is the most important thing in the world, without which we die eternally. What is the gospel? That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That is, this is not a new plan. This death of the Messiah was promised by the prophets of old. This is God's eternal plan. Paul says that he was buried. That is Jesus Christ truly died. That he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. That is his resurrection was also foretold in the scriptures. That he appeared to the apostles and other believers. That is God gave proof that he lives and he will never die again. And because he lives, we live also. Friends, God's enmity against us who repent and believe is finished. It's done with. The moment Jesus died on the cross, at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When Christ died, the veil that separated the people and priests from God in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. God did this. Who did this? God did it. 
from top to bottom. God in Jesus Christ made a new and living way through Jesus to God. Not only that, in the application of this redemption, the Holy Spirit destroyed the middle wall that separated the Gentiles from the people of God and the temple. By his death, Jesus Christ destroyed all enmities. In our relation to God and his relation to us. And in our relation to other people, Jew and Gentiles. Listen to the scripture. Ephesians 2 beginning with verse 14. For he himself is our peace who has made the two one. And has destroyed the barrier. The dividing wall of hostility. His purpose was to create in in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace. And in this one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. Jesus Christ destroyed Our enmity to one another and our enmity to God. Thus making peace with God and peace with one another. And Ephesians 3 verse 6. The mystery is that through the gospel the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. No discrimination. Members together of one body. No discrimination. Sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. No discrimination in Jesus Christ we approach God with absolute confidence in Jesus Christ we have fellowship with God and in Jesus Christ we enjoy fellowship with all the people of God this is eternal life Jesus said I am the vine You are the branches, Jewish believers, Gentile believers, together united to Christ. Jewish believers and Gentile believers make up the branches united to Jesus Christ. So we love God and we love one another. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And we are to lay down our lives for our brothers. This is the normal church life. Friends, Jesus Christ does not discriminate. He is love. True believers in him do not discriminate for they imitate Jesus Christ. Who ate with sinners, publicans, prostitutes and the Samaritans. He healed the daughter of a Gentile woman whose faith he praised. Even as he praised the faith of a Gentile centurion whose servant he healed. Friends, Christianity does not discriminate. In John 10 verse 16, Jesus said to his disciples, Jewish disciples, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. This was God's 
ancient eternal plan. God called Abraham for the purpose that in him, that is in his son Jesus Christ, all the families of the earth be blessed. And we are blessed, sir. Let's praise God. We are blessed. The Jewish nation was established that they may be the light of the Gentiles by proclaiming salvation to them by faith in their Messiah. The prophet Jonah said that salvation is of the Lord. Jesus said to the Samaritan woman that salvation is of the Jews. And the believing Samaritans declared that salvation is of Jesus Christ. They said Jesus Christ is the savior of the whole world. Jesus said in John 12 verse 32. But when I am lifted up from the earth. That is when I am crucified and raised from the dead. That when I have accomplished redemption, that is, I will, what, sir, draw all men to myself and they will come. Jew and Gentile, barbarians and Scythians, brown, black, white, and yellow. All people of the world. He saves Jews, Hindus, Muslims, Christians. If they trust in Jesus Christ, the only heaven sent Son of God, Savior. We read in John 12, beginning with verse 20, that some Greeks came to speak with Jesus. They wanted to know the way of salvation. Jesus replied, The hour has come. For the son of man to be glorified, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The meaning is this. He was saying that his atoning death will bring about the salvation not only of the Jews, but also of the Gentiles. Remember Rahab? She was a prostitute, yet this Canaanite prostitute was saved. And we see her name listed in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Together with Ruth, a Moabite woman. No discrimination, sir. God so loved the world. Look at yourselves, mostly Gentiles. God so loved us. On the day of Pentecost, Holy Spirit came upon St. Peter and he explained the Pentecostal phenomenon of speaking in other tongues. He said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. No, this is what was spoken by Joel the prophet. In the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, Jew and Gentile. Then he said, kol asher ikrabeshem yehuah imalet. Everyone who calls upon Jehovah will be saved. And that's what he's quoting. 
in Romans 10 and verse 13. Everyone will be saved who calls upon the name of Jehovah. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ is God, Lord, Savior, Head of the Church, High Priest and Coming Judge. He is our atonement, our justification, our sanctification, our redemption. He alone, sir. Nobody else. That is why I speak about the futility of all human way of salvation. This God commands not some people but all people everywhere to repent and be saved. Though Peter quoted this Joel's prophecy that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. He failed to understand its full scope. He did not think this prophecy included the Gentiles. But it did. It did include Gentiles. And he was taught that lesson in Acts chapter 10. In Joppa while praying he fell into a trance. God instructed him in a vision. To kill and eat unclean animals. He strongly protested. Surely not Lord. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. And God said to him, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. He understood the meaning of this vision. With God there is no respect of persons. Gospel is the power of God under salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jew first, but also to the Gentiles. Friends, understand whatever you think about yourself, the Bible says... And I believe the Bible. All are under, all are sinners, all are under God's wrath. Now all are to hear the good news of salvation. To the Gentiles gathered in the house of Cornelius, the centurion at Caesarea, Peter said this. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right all the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name while Peter was still speaking these words the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message without Peter's permission Peter said, can anyone keep these people from being baptized with water? They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered them to be baptized. Friends, in Christianity, there is no discrimination or respect of persons. Every sinner is welcome. Jew and Gentile. Come as you are. Hindus. Hindu sinner. Muslim sinner. Christian sinner. Heterosexual sinner. Homosexual. Bisexual. Transsexual sinners. Rich sinner. Poor sinner. Black and white and brown and yellow sinner. Come. And they came. 
So Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy. That's American sin. Nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed. Praise God. You were sanctified. Praise the Lord. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Well, sir, Paul says, brothers, think of what you were when you were called. It humbles you that, let me read to you. We just heard First Corinthians 6. That was not very good. Now here it is. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world. He cuts us down. But notice to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and despised the things and things that are not. Means big zeros. To nullify the things that are so that no one may boast uh, before him. And St. James speaks against discrimination. James 2. My brothers as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. Don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes. And and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say. Here is a good seat for you. But say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Jesus was hated because he associated with publicans, prostitutes and sinners. But Jesus came, friends, to seek and to save those who were sinners. Only sinners. Those who are sick. Those who are lost. Those who are poor. Those who are unrighteous. He said he was anointed to preach the gospel to the prisoners. To the poor. He touched the leper and he was healed. Jesus said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. To preach repentance and forgiveness of sins to all without distinction. He poured out the Holy Spirit that his people witnessed to all people with power. All people everywhere. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth to all the Gentiles. So William Carey from England came to India. David Livingston to Africa, Hudson Taylor to China, and so on. He said, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. 
In Romans 10:11 Paul cites scripture the highest authority to prove that gospel does not discriminate And he says because the scripture says everyone who believes upon him that is Jesus Christ who died for our sins and raised for our justification everyone who calls upon him will not be ashamed that is will surely be saved and verse 12 because there is no discrimination between a Jew and a Gentile and he said that before Romans 3 verse 22 Paul said there is no discrimination between Jew and Gentile because they all are sinners so in salvation there is no difference Everyone who believes upon Jesus will be saved. He says because the same Lord is what? Lord of all. And he is the Lord of the Gentile believers. And he is the Lord of the Jewish believers. And this Lord not only saves everyone. He also makes us rich. Because verse 12 says he enriches all who call upon the name of the Lord. Heavenly Father we praise you and thank you for enabling us to call upon the name of the Lord. The mystery of mystery is this. How did we do that? Well the reason is he called us effectually in the preaching of the gospel. And when God calls us effectually, we come. It is irresistible grace. And we came and we called upon the name of the Lord. Our calling upon the Lord is born out of his effectual calling upon us. And we praise you and thank you for saving us. Without showing discrimination. And we thank you for enriching us. All Christ has belongs to us. The gospel was preached to the poor, but you don't remain poor. You are made rich by Jesus Christ to whom belongs all things. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We praise you and thank you for rich mercy shown to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, a part one of this message entitled, Salvation for Everyone. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.